Hey, just a, you know, hypothetical question. Um, yeah. Does bait have carpal tunnel? <laughs> I know where you're going with this. I know where, you, I know where you're going with this. He touches his dick a lot. <laughs> I think because he thinks that Colin modeled this character after yeah, himself. Yeah, I, I said the same thing. I have had carpal tunnel since I was 15 years old. Uh, I know that that may sound like an indictment. Uh, uh, welcome back to Dice Populi, everyone. The Colin <laughs> apparently jerks off a lot podcast. That's what I'm Colin, Colin's a play it, dude. You don't even he's like he he's he's a homie. Yeah, he is. Right? He's a player. He knows the way around his own. He voice. only <laughs> needs to masturbate on very small occasions. He's a player. He just uses a joystick. Wait, wait did you say you've seen him masturbate <laughs> on very small occasions? <laughs> he only needs to. Can we? This is all getting Dungeons cut out anyway. Can this we play matter. Dungeons and Dragons now? I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. Can we play Dungeons and Dragons now? <laughs> We're burying the lead. Soon. This is now <laughs> Colin's jack-off podcast. <laughs> this is changing? actually an intervention. Let's go. So we are so we are going with the instead of di- uh, dice populi, we're going with like circle jerks. No, dick. Welcome to the to the making of Miami Dice. Uh, I think it's a much better who, title. Who <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, cool. So we're going to jump right back in. All right, so Belle has just uh, stooped down after saying to the entire group, they know something's wrong. Uh, After poking his head over, uh, the racket in the distance from the shantytown quieted upon him pushing the boulder off the edge of Bates' cage. Uh, Bates' uh, eyes and ears sort of perk up a little bit. Uh, What do you you all do? What do you do? What do you do? Mm. Do we see anything? What do you mean that something's going on? So, um, Colt, as you take your eyes, take your eyes, what the fuck am I saying? <laughs> Colt, as you, <laughs> as you look through the sort of like shambly, like cutting wire fence, uh, between you and the rest of the shanty town, you do notice that the torchlight is no longer just flickering in the distance. You notice that it's like, you're starting to see light and shadows come from like a couple different alleyways between the small buildings, but like, it's not like unidirectional like there's shadows kind of everywhere they're just now not all coming from the center of the place anymore uh so Maeve you you basically asked what did you just ask Maeve um wait what's going on uh Locke would like to go back and talk to Bell real quick um sure it's gonna be like hey Bell I uh hey yo what up I uh I, I noticed that you seem to be the only guy around here who knows anything worth a damn. I'm trying to like butter him up. And um, Bait kind of like scoffs into his shoulder softly as you say that. Do you know where we might be able to find some uh, some weapons or anything? Like he says, I I don't know what kind. They give me this. They, they give me this stick, and he pulls up the club, and it's not a stick. It's got, like, it's got, like, railroad spike-sized nails sticking out of it. It's got, like, blood stains all over it. It is a gnarly-looking weapon. Is and it? As, he, as he sort of, like, waves it through the... And it's, like, it's almost as tall as you are. The okay. thing is so big. Uh, and and that's what he sort of, like, shows you. He's like, this is, this is all I have. Shit. Um, and then, but then he, uh, his eyes sort of like, they, they pop open a little bit. He's like, oh, wait. And he points up his finger up into the sky and you see, um, amidst the, sh- amidst the shantytown, one of the closest buildings is actually like a few stories high. It has a canopy atop of it. He points it up there. He's like, I see them take the boxes in there. I see the bags come out. You might be able to find some sticks. Thank you so much, Bell. I'm gonna go back and tell everybody what Bell kisses told you me. on the forehead. Um, no, he doesn't. So I just want to. My word. Hey, Bell, do you want to come with us? So Bell kind of looks at the group like with uh, a combination of like excitedness and nervousness. He looks out at all of you and he says, "I can come, but I'm already in trouble." So You're are not we. in trouble with us, bud. Um, he shoots, shoots some finger guns back at you. Pow! <laughs> if we um, succeed, we will be the trouble. <laughs> he 
We really need to talk about your presentation, young man. <laughs> As Colt like evilly chuckles to himself, Bell his he, he just it does not register at all. <laughs> like the weirdness of what you're saying, he just blankly stares at you. Um, I would I, like say to, that. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I would just like to relay all that information that Bell just told me and try to convince the party to go. Search for supplies. I think, no, I think the entire party party heard what he okay. said. You can make a case if you'd like, but they definitely are all up to speed on what has been said so far. Okay. I would just like to go get my stuff if I can. Yeah, I would like my stuff as well, probably. Yes. Cool. I would much prefer that. Okay. <laughs> all right. So um, you you guys look up to the tower, but you are still standing fenced in from the rest of the shanty town. Um you do not see an exit in sort of any obvious place. Uh, you've already looked through the cages. I don't think you've gone into the boat yet or gone up to the fence, but that's the that's the current the current status. The fence wraps from cliff edge to cliff edge. How like tall the is old, the fence? The fence is like between fifteen and twenty feet tall, depending on where it is, and it's not like a chain link fence. Like it is all barbed wires. It is like splintered boards. Is like every single thing in this fence is dangerous to touch. Hey, uh, hey, Bell. Hmm. You got any more of them boulders? Uh, he looks. He looks around at all the cages. All the cages have boulders, but he still sort of like scratches his head in confusion, and then he goes aha, and then he actually starts to mumble in a language you don't understand. But it's he's actually very like quick and crisp with his speech. Um, I'm gonna have a, everybody just roll a roll a history check for me. Hot damn! I got a 19 plus one. 20 unnatural. 23. The little girl got a 17. 7 plus 2. Okay, so so everybody except Edmund, you all sort of, you, you seem to gather that, like, he, he you don't recognize the tongue. You don't recognize uh, exactly what language Bell is speaking under his breath, but it is reminiscent of, like, what are considered, like, the ancient dialects, maybe the dead languages. Um, uh, call, you might, not just because you have the highest role, but also because you're most familiar with this area, you recognize it as something that some like small populations of giants still speak and he's not slow and lumbering with this language he's like he's like the quickly like the sharp the, the sharpness of this language comes through under his breath as he's uh, if i spoke giant i would do it but i don't but he's just sort of like muttering as he's sifting through his belongings um basically this just to say like he's not like He's not unintelligent necessarily, but he uh, this common tongue is not not his native, and he he yelps out in, in like in subdued excitement as he uh, as he sifts through like a pile of broken rocks behind the boat and pulls out a big boulder and he and he's just like, "Is this big enough?" And it's it's bigger than the boulder that like fell on your footlock. I think that'll do just fine, buddy. Come along. Why do I have this like this Joe Pecky like image of like these two Pat, whatever Pat talks. I mean, Meanwhile, whatever I got your you. biological clock tick tick ticking. <laughs> so he, so so Bell takes the large boulder. He's like, "Where do you want it? Where do you want the?" And he looks down at Colt. He's like, "Where do you want the trouble?" And he's sort of like, and he elbows Colin. Where do you want the yep. trouble? Where do you want the trouble? Where do you want my big rock? <laughs> uh, and he, so he elbows you uh, called, I'm going to have you uh, for all your uh, color commentary here I'm going to have you make a, a strength saving throw for, for him he nudges me? yeah Yeah. go ahead and make a strength save oh, let's see here okay yeah I got a <laughs> hey 11 <laughs> okay cool <laughs> with an 11 uh, uh, Bell sort of nudges you not really knowing his own strength his elbow like like pushes your ribs in really uncomfortably but you you, you keep your footing you you've fought tougher things than a, a friendly elbow ribbing I kill him. No. man I'm just digging myself in deeper aren't I <laughs> so right. for you his pleasure stuff tougher than a friendly elbow so, so, so <laughs> can I yeah go ahead ribbed for her can I make pleasure. a perception check to see if there's a particularly weak spot of the fence that he might be able to knock down with said boulder make a make a perception check yeah that's good I got an 18 plus 321. Uh, a boulder of this size and mass being thrown pretty much anywhere in the fence would be pretty destructive to the fence. Okay. Um, 
Before you do that, I would like everybody else to make an insight check for me, please. Ooh, natural 19. Okay. 21. 16. Solid three. Solid three. Uh, Edmund, you, upon hearing this plan, it quickly comes to mind that throwing a boulder through the fence would probably make a lot of noise. So you're going to stop me, or can I just do it? No, I'm just, I'm letting another character Edmund. Oh, okay. Nope, proceed. Uh, While he's doing this, can I look over the side of the cliff? How far is it down? Hundreds of feet. Like, extremely far. Lethal far. This looks like a lot of uh, big people things. So Maeve is kind of just kind of watching in awe with all the big rocks moving around and shit. Mm, Yeah. Um, uh, Maeve, I'm actually, Maeve, uh, do you have, uh, what senses do you have? Like when you look under your character sheet, do you have like dark vision? Do you have uh, like what's passive perception stuff like that? She She has dark vision 60 feet. Yeah, she she has dark vision and passive perception 11. I'm going to have you make, uh, yeah, with that make a perception check for me. Okay. Yeah, three. With okay, um, cool. So you, Maeve, looking around with dark vision, you see that the inside of the boat is kind of set to be like sort of a makeshift hut. Nobody's gone in there yet, but the overturned boat, like what were deck plates, have been sort of like pulled down to make tables and seats. And there's like a bed made of straw and a, and a pillow made of like old clothes, like all bundled together with ropes in this sort of makeshift fashion. But you also see that there are like the, 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 the bottom of the boat has like sort of like blown out sections that have like sort of like dark passages behind them. That you just see, I think, with passive perception. But you can you can see the inside of the boat in a way that nobody's really discussed yet. Okay. Hey guys, there's uh there's some stuff in the boat. Good eyes, child. <laughs> what kind of stuff? <laughs> I don't know. I can't see that well. Um. Yeah. With the three, you certainly can't. Uh. D- uh what do you guys do? I'll probably stay out with Locke as we're trying to figure out what to do with this huge ass boulder. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I will accompany the small child into the strange. Strange, dangerous boat. Stra- stranger danger boat. So, uh, so yeah, Maeve, uh, you are accompanied by Edmund as you uh, as you enter the boat. Okay. Um, how big? Uh, how, now, what are the dimensions of this boat? So, the dimensions of the boat. When we're looking at it on its side, it seems uh, it's not like a galleon or anything. Um, it's maybe like, let's see, according to this, probably about like thirty or forty feet long. Like big, but not huge. And I don't know why. For, for some reason, I was thinking like a little canoe or something. No, it's a pretty big boat. It, okay, that's that's why Bell can live in there. That's more or less like his doghouse, sort of. It's like a little shed for him. And you, you, when you step under the overhang of the of the side of this old hull, uh, you get a clearer look at the back of the boat. And there's actually a doorway. It is much too small for Bell to go through, but there is a doorway uh, that, uh, well, it's closed. You don't really see where it leads, but it's about the size of a normal man. Um, Beyond that, you you just see uh, like old scraps of food, rocks, pots, things like that that he uses to sort of occupy himself. Mister Bell, what's in here? That's where you come from. That's where the Far Lord comes from. Bell is too big, and the fence hurts my hands. So this is where I stay. And he actually has sort of like a wistful smile as he says that. Wait, is that is that the exit? <laughs> Is somebody gonna check? Suspense <laughs> here. You can't just ask. Yeah. So I guess uh, as you say that, uh, Maeve decides to take a closer look and maybe like try to peer through the door, but try to keep a low profile. Sure, 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 sure. So um, I'm gonna have you roll stealth for me, if you wouldn't mind. Be careful, child. Okay. Um, sixteen plus five, twenty-one. You, I'd say that you try to peek through uh, the crack in the door and don't see much, so you gently turn the knob and slide it open. There's basically a small, it's like kind of like a giant mound of dirt with a small little like hallway carved through it, but there's no fence and it leads out just like a sort of an open road, but you see the flickering torches uh, from before and a couple figures in the distance uh, walking in between the buildings, um, probably about 40 or 50 feet away. From the from the edge of this small dirt hallway leading out from the broken hull, and I assume they didn't notice me. Uh, they not that you can tell. Okay, um, I'm going to creep away and then kind of uh, say, "There's other friends coming." Oh, word. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, my word. <laughs> yeah, word. My <laughs> uh, word. <laughs> uh, oh, my word. Uh, well, uh, quick, find somewhere to hide. 
me and Locke are just like flipping do, coins outside. Yeah, do we <laughs> notice anything that's happening in there? At this point, you see them walk into the boat unless they've made an attempt to like contact you. Uh, I don't think that you really notice what's happening over there. You're still like working with Bell to figure out like, we got a big fucking rock, what do we do? So I guess while they're in the boat, let's play that out. So you guys don't know that's happening. Um, Bella picks up the rock and he's like, we're, sh it's like, what do you want me to do, new friends? So is there a spot in the fence that's closest to this house that he has pointed to? Yeah, I'd say that just to the right of Bell's shed is um, what you what is like the corner of this very tall building. Okay. Uh, so the fence is right in between you guys, but the building is only maybe like 20 feet away from that. All right. Does he seem to struggle with the weight of the boulder at all? No. A, uh, Simpleton. A, oh, yeah, sorry. Hey, Bell, you want to just... Use that bowl to knock down the fence that's right in front of that building. We're gonna go in lickety split. We're gonna Wait, go... Locke. What? How far can you throw that boulder? And Bell says, uh, Bell looks at it, he says, Pretty far. I got it to the got it to the hill once. They how, laughed. How far away how far away is the village? Uh no, like you're on the edge of it. This shanty town is like you're more or less a part of it. Um, right. You're just isolated from all the buildings. Um, <laughs> Toss it at the village. <laughs> okay, but hit now, the fence. hold on just a moment. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you're out of this. <laughs> yeah, uh, Edmund, you at this point you're still hiding in the boat because you know that some people are coming to the doorway. I say uh, that you, you you probably don't hear that uh, that the the sort of hushed tone in which Colt Bell and uh, Lock are all speaking. Sorry, my hearing aids cut out. I must not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the uh, Microsoft brand hearing aids that you use in the Badlands. While we're out here, do I see any like loose pieces of wire near the fence? Yeah, for sure. There are like various scraps of pieces of the fence that have like been broken off as, as it's been like. Right, let me let me over double time. check. But if I can grab a piece of wire, I can use a cantrip called message even though I don't have my arcane spell focus. Uh, it has to be a copper wire, never mind. There's probably no. not copper on this. No, definitely yeah, not. Yeah, okay, never mind. Um, so when Bell is talking about how far he can throw the rock, he says, I got it to the hill once. Everybody laughed. We were having fun. <laughs> we should do it again. Throw it at the village. Okay. <laughs> make sure we'll you all hit have a fence. hearty laugh. <laughs> Please hit the fence. Okay, um... All right, so Bell is sort of re receiving conflicting instructions, and he's a little excited. Um, I'm going to have both Cult and Locke. I'm going to have each of you just uh, oh, roll uh, just roll plus your per, uh, charisma modifier. Oh, yes, yeah, so this is the negative please. two. Fuck! Two. Oh, I got two. Sick, I got an eight. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much more fun. <laughs> All right, so here, here's what happens. Bell is like, okay, so he winds up the rock, and and right as he's about to, uh, right as he's about to like wing it forward, he stops and he looks between the both of you and he says, "But what if we get in trouble? We're gonna fight our way out of the trouble." Uh, as you as you say that, Bait is like he's in between the two parties, and Bait is standing there. He just kind of uh, <clears throat> Bait. Uh, they just kind of like <clears throat> we're gonna. You guys can fight anybody you want to. I hope you have a great time with that. And he sort of like he sidles over to the boat, and he says, "It's like he says to Maeve and um, uh, Maeve and Edmund, like um, you guys might want to get out of here. That giant is about to make a whole lot of a ruckus, and I think we're all about to be in a lot of trouble." There, it's okay, there's more friends coming to help. And uh, Bait kind of locks eyes with Edmund and, and mouths, Friends? Have you ever tried to tell a giant he can't throw a rock? And Maeve just, uh, no, sorry, and Bait just like looks at looks at you and then looks back at uh, at Bell as Bell like starts to like really wing the rock forward and kind of like just runs back and hides behind the cage really quickly. So Bell I would like to cast Minor Illusion just to uh, make a, I can make a sound. Um, so I'm going to make a sound that uh, basically tells um, Locke and Colt, there's more friends coming. Um... Maybe I'm lacking imagination. What does that sound sound like? What a is party. the friend horn? Hey, there's more <laughs> friends coming. <laughs> wee woo, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. Wee um, I mean, do you? Is it is it a cantrip? 
It is a cantrip. Oh, okay, then yeah, who cares? Uh, do whatever you want. Um, so you 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 cast the spell to basically get their attention. They hear like a celebratory jingle from your direction, and they look over. <laughs> but of course, as soon as they hear that, they hear. <clears throat> as the wooden posts inside the fence sort of crack and fall over. The boulder continues to roll until it hits the stone base of the tower, uh, of, the, of the tower just on the other side of the fence, and, like, wood, like, uh, a wood plank falls down and dust and, and stones start to rain down from the top of the tower. And, uh, so the loud crackling happens. Uh, so, Locke and Colt, your attention is thoroughly divided between, like, this party favor and, and, yep. and fence destruction. So there's a hole punch straight in the fence. But, that, of course, immediately, all the partying dies, and you hear a thundering voice in the distance say, What is he up to this time? Alright, so I'm gonna uh, motion to call the least, because I don't think I can actually, like, convey a physical message to the other group. Um, we, like, try to motion, like, a let's go sign without actually, like, saying anything. Cool. As in, like, you want to leave through the hole? Yeah, I want to go into the tower. I guess I'll just be like, let's go find our weapons and shit. All right, yeah, I, uh, I'll uh, run with them. Yeah. Okay. So you I guys... I believe that is our cue, young girl. All right. So, okay. yeah, Edmund and Maeve, um, you guys are still hiding in the boat, so you don't see the hole in the fence. Do you, like, leave to follow your friends, or do you go through the door? Um, do you go for I'm going to follow. I'm going to follow the nice man here. Uh, I'm gonna follow the person who's actively in the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Edmund, you, for clearly narrative reasons, choose to follow Cult. Um, And then Bait sort of lingering behind you all. He just kind of rolls his eyes and, like, starts muttering under his breath. Uh, But he he follows along as the five of you move out of the hole in the fence to the right of the boat. Um... Uh, what I, I say, those of you bringing up the back of the party, so Bait and, and Maeve, especially with your dark vision, Maeve, you see like a row of people with like torches and, and, and curved swords making their way to the other end of that hallway. Yeah, that door in the boat led straight out to a pathway, and they're all running to that door right now. And uh, let me actually do something here. Um, who's in the front of the party? Locke, I'm gonna have you roll a stealth check for, for me. I got a 15 plus 5 unnatural 20. Okay, so you are able to silently lead everybody through the hole in the fence to the damaged edge of the of the of the several story high tower. And though though much of the party notices the the people with the torches going into the boat entrance, um, they do not notice you. But as as you make your way around to the edge of the tower, you do hear in the distance, you hear a bell, like, starting to go, like, I don't know what happened. I didn't want to get in trouble. And then you start to hear, like, the clanging of swords as Bell sort of, like, yelps, uh, yelps in the background. And you hear some thudding. So, like, there's, like, some sort of scuffle going on back there, but you don't know, like, who's involved or to what extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are now standing out in the open. You're on sort of a worn dirt path. Uh, you're at the one of the corners of this tall tower. To your left is a pile of scrap uh, that sort of obscures the like a, a several like ten feet tall pile of scrap, just like stuff that's been hoarded up over time. Um, that sort of obscures the path to the to the uh, entrance to the to the cages. Uh, to your right, you see a path leading around the tower that leads to sort of the torchlit area that has a big like circle pit in the middle. You imagine this is where all the noise was coming from. Circle pit. And, and even further to the right, along the edge of the cliffs, is just a path winding around what seems to be the back of this small shanty town. So, on your left, the scrap in the boat, uh, sort of to the middle, is the center of everything, and to the right is just a path around. What do you guys do? Well, I thought we were going through the big tower, right? Yeah, you're right you're, you're right by the tower, but it's just sort of like the back wall. It's been damaged yeah. by the rock, but um, you're so not next to a door. I would like oh. to go around the tower in search of an entrance or see like the the boulder didn't knock a hole in the wall big enough to actually go through right no it's sort of like damaged it but the boulder is also still like sitting there so if you want to get through the wall you'd have to move the boulder and then probably break the wall more yeah Yeah. so so uh so if you want to start like looking around the edge of the supply tower um you if you go to your left that's where all the other people are streaming by with the torches if you go to the right side of the building, that leads to sort of the center, what looks like the center of this area with, like, that circle torchlit sand pit and everything. So 
Activity on either side. I think going to the right would be a little bit more prudent. You see, as you sort of peek your head around the right side of the uh, of the building, you see that the the sand pit had. There's like a lot of dust kicked up in the air, and you kind of gather that like this is where all those people were streaming out from. They walked around the building to get to the entrance to the boat. You can tell that because you see a few people walking off in that direction, uh, but right right at the head of the pit with his back to you at this point maybe only 15-20 feet away is a hulking very dark skinned orc with like a with like a large club on his back and like studded leather wrapping around his arms in kind of like a really just I'm gonna say badass fashion and let your imaginations play with that word um, can I tell how like how big he is uh, from here pretty tall you can tell he's like maybe 7 feet tall um, but like like absolutely hulking muscles and, uh, and, uh, um, you, I guess from here you don't really gather anything else. Okay. Um, but that, that is the, uh, that is the only figure that you see, uh, can I, off to the right. Can I also tell how deep the pit is? The pit is shallow. It's, okay. it's, a, it, it, I guess I should say sand pit. It is just like a cleared circle in the middle of the area. It's maybe like a couple inches recessed into the ground. Um, but there's like some fencing around it and like, um, scuffs in the dirt. Gotcha. Um, but I don't see a door into the tower. Um, right along this this side of the building, you you're sort of looking parallel along the wall because you're peeking your head around. Um, you see like a you see a doorway, um, okay. but you like you can't really see into it because you're not at the right angle. I would like to sneakily go over to where the door is. Like, sure. He's got his back to me, and I can't really hide behind anything. But I just want to like take very light footsteps and not make a lot of noise. So. Yeah. All right. So the uh, the fellow at the the sort of like the wooden area at the head of that sand pit, uh, he starts to turn around. Not you. F- he turns around um, clockwise, so facing away from you. Okay. Um, uh, so, Colt, you're the one immediately behind Locke in the marching order. Colt, do you follow him? Or do you try to stay behind? Uh, I think I would s- stay behind a little bit to see what's going on. Okay. Um, I'd say at this point with how close you are, though, you also see the muscular figure uh, peeling off to the right. Uh, peeling off to the right. There is a building, another building. It's about two stories, a bit shorter than the supply tower, but a lot longer. And that's the building immediately immediately to your right. And that's where the hulk- hulking figure seems to be going. Um, Locke, you're able to sort of like stick to the shadows under the canopy over the side of this tall tower and you come up to the doorway it is an open doorway there's no mounted door it's a clear entry into the building okay um can i do i see anybody within the confines of the open door no no you don't okay then i'm gonna slip inside okay do you give any sort of gesture or communication to your team uh i want to peer back out through the doorway and see what the hulking figure is doing first so if he's within my line of sight if he is looking in my general direction uh he's not at this point general he, like direction I, general direction at this point he he peeled off to his right which was the mm-hmm. opposite direction of you and has sort right. of made his way up a small wooden like you know just like staircase up the deck okay. to get into there so he's sort of walking into that building and you're out of line of sight at this point then I would make a like a hand motion over to Colt if he could still see me yeah. Saying like, come inside. Yeah, I think Colt can see you. Uh, so Colt, you get a gesture. Yeah, you get a ju- gesture from Locke to enter the building. I'll I'll slowly start walking towards him. Okay, so you do that. Uh, as Colt's entering the building, the next in the marching order is going to be Edmund, and you're closely trailed by Maeve and by Bate. Bate is sort of looking over his shoulder back to the to the area where Bell is, as the scuffle continues to get a little louder, and there's a bit more yelling between various parties. Um, Edmund, what do you do? Uh, I turn back to them and I go, let's use our quiet feet. And I, uh, I'm going to try to sneakily <laughs> try to go over to the door. <laughs> so at this point... Ooh, so you, natural 20. Phenomenal. Okay. Um, yes, you are able to uh, lead... Um, you're able Fucking to lead... piggyback Maeve ride, Maeve. And bait. Yeah, one on each shoulder. Um, no, so you lead them in as, as um, Edmund, as you're entering the building... Um, Maeve lingers for a second behind you because Bate taps Maeve on the shoulder and says, 
my little darling, I hope you're all safe, but I need to go take care of one small thing. Can you make sure that, uh, that if you see me, you'll, you'll signal me back? I don't, I don't want to lose you. Where, where are you going, mister? And I'll say that kind of loud. Uh, then, okay, so... Yeah, I turn around a lot. Um, Bait, like, gets a worried look on their face and and says to you, um, look, if we can keep our quiet uh, quiet mouths on as well as our quiet feet, I think that that would be delightful. So, uh, like I said, I have a very good friend. He has something of mine that I I just need to get back. Uh, I'm going to take care of that, and I'll be back in, in, in 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 a fairy's wink. What? Fairies aren't real. You're silly. <laughs> Bitch, do you know what game we're playing? Sorry. Um, so, uh, at, is this loud enough along. for us to hear inside the door? It's all, it's all sort of like hushed whispers in this sort okay. of tone. Uh, so enough that you okay. like, hear something is happening, but like Colt and Locke, you don't really un- comprehend it. Uh, okay. Edmund, you definitely know what's going on between Maeve and Bait right now. Yeah, I'm going to try to like just kind of wave her in like, let the weird man go. And then, uh, so Bait just says to Maeve, it's just like, it's like, if I call for you, just, j- just, just wave me down, okay? Just, just find me. Okay. Uh, Bait, at this point, he actually peels off to the same building off to the right and, uh, and disappears into the shadows behind it, back along the cliff edge. As so the four of you are now in the bottom, uh, story of this building. There's another doorway, uh, on, on, a. there's another open doorway on the story of the building, leading out to like a tented canopy, and you can actually see like a lit, uh, a lit gateway out of like a, a, a crazy high wall comprised of like varying materials. You see that through the door, but inside the building, there is basically like a wood, like slat staircase. Like it's not really built so much as each each slat of wood is is, is just dangling out of the wall. So it's like a creaky uh, sort of Ooh. slipshod staircase that that would lead up to the top of this tower. Okay. I'm, I'm going to look at the larger folk now and go, let's use our quiet feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would right. like to use stealth to climb up this. Also, sure. there's nothing on the first floor in terms of, like, boxes or anything to look in, right? Uh, no, there's, like, a table, and on it you see, like, writings, scrawlings, drawings, and things like that, like a blunt kitchen knife, but that's really about it. I'm gonna um, pick up the blunt kitchen knife just in case. Though. <laughs> as you as you start to make your way up the chair, I'll uh, put my hand on your back and cast guidance. Okay, cool. I whisper a few creepy words underneath my breath. You have a D4 to add to a building check. Okay, excellent. Just one though. So. so you guys are slowly making your way up the building. Uh, I'm not gonna have you roll stealth for this because okay. you guys are making your way up the building now. Um, as you climb the stairs slowly, carefully, you realize this is a three-story building, and on the second story. It seems to be just kind of like a guard's quarters. There's, like, a barrel sitting there uh, and, like, a couple, like, like mugs, empty mugs that have been drunk down. But, again, nobody in this room, but the stairs do continue up a level higher. Are there torches and stuff around? Are there candles? Like, are... Not to... inside the tower. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you did see a lot of torchlight outside. There's a lot of stuff mounted on the outside of the buildings. But right now, again, there's nobody in this building. There are no torches mounted inside of here. As a no guard's lights. quarters, do they have, like, weapons or clothing around? I shouldn't say quarters. I'm sorry. I should say, like, a station. Okay. It's more like a garrison than anything else. So, like, there's chairs for them to sit and stuff like that. Clear lines of sight over the entire over the entire area. But, but it's not like a barracks or anything. Yeah. No, 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 okay. no, no. Gotcha. So, actually, I'd say from this vantage point, you guys actually get a pretty good look over the entire Shantytown it's not that big. Uh, you're definitely in the biggest build, the tallest building here. The building that the that the muscular fellow walked off to to the right is maybe the largest building, aside from what looks like an overturned galleon, and uh, in sort of the same the same fashion as Bell's quarters. There's a there's a galleon, and that makes up like the center square here. And besides that, it's just a bunch of shacks all over the place. Um, you see that that weird wall of uh of of cluttered ships uh you see that it is it is is very tall there are two like guard towers and guards stationed in those towers and that the 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 gateway there seems to lead down a big hill uh it's kind of like what bell was mentioning earlier but that's the view that you have of the area a couple of big buildings a clear way out through a guarded wall and i would say that you guys not seeing anything else in this level of the tower uh is it correct to assume that you try to go further up yeah, but Did first, you say there was a barrel? There is a barrel. So, go ahead, Pat. 
before Locke goes up the next set of stairs, he's going to be like, you know, I bet if they got rid of some of these smaller buildings around this tall one, it would look even bigger. (laughs) (laughs) I would invite you to use more pristine language in front of the child. Sage wisdom. (laughs) I'm just talking about buildings. What do you mean? All right. So um, I, just... I Maeve wants to just take a quick look in the uh, in the barrel. A quick look, a quick just a little peek. <laughs> Maeve wants to take a quick. Uh, what are you looking at? Just looking in the barrel. It's a nice barrel. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Full of dicks. <laughs> Is that your barrel? That's a nice barrel. All right, so Locke, you are sort of leading the way, uh, leading the way up the stairs with Colt closely in tow, I presume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. As you do this, you hear the, the, the scuffling outside get even crazier, and that sharp sort of language that you heard Bell muttering to himself before, you now hear it, like, booming as he's screaming at the folks around him, and you peek out one of, like, the little windows of this tower. I'm going to have you make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. This does not count for guidance, correct? This is a saving throw, not an ability Guidance check. is only for ability yep. checks. Sorry. I got a seven. Cool. Um, Cool. So at a seven, when you see out the window, you hear sort of like a, and you see a barrel, uh, not a barrel, a boulder with like a dude plastered on the other end of it, careening straight (laughs) toward you as Bell's rampage tosses this rock straight through the side of the building, blowing out the wall, and you get pushed down to the bottom of this section of the staircase. The staircase is like still intact, but that wall has been blown straight through and uh, actually up through the other side. It is it is gone through the building like a Transformer in a Michael Bay movie. Just clean through and the building doesn't collapse. Uh, and you fall down to the to the Damn. top of the second story on top of everyone else. I'm actually going to have everybody else make a deck save too. Sure. Boy. I've been rolling like yeah, shit today. All right, what'd y'all get? I got a 15. It's a natural 16. Okay. Plus... Uh... One, so six, uh, yeah, I, I got a 16. Wonderful. 19 plus four, 23. Cool. So, uh, Locke, you've been sort of like knocked down there. You're going to take two points of bludgeoning damage as you hit the ground there. Everybody else, you sort of managed to press up against the wall as the rock and the wood begins to rain down upon you. Uh, and Locke, you sort of roll away off to the side of the room as well. Do, do I see Bell like freaking out on a bunch of people in the distance? If you peek your head out over the stairs, you absolutely yeah. see that. Like you, you, like you catch... Uh, your eyes peek out just soon enough to catch the moonlight glinting off like a couple helmets flying off the cliff edge and off into like the the breeze Um, and you also see uh, coming from the building to your right or your left depending on your perspective that muscled figure comes charging out and like barreling towards Bell so like Bell has given them a real fucking hard time knocking a bunch of these boys I'm like laughing I'm like (laughs) the simpleton has spirit (laughs) so uh, Maeve sticks her head out and asks is a is Mr. Bell going to be okay? Oh, yes, they're just, uh, they're, they're wrestling. Uh, and as and as you, uh, and as soon as you say wrestling, you hear another, as like another person slams into the wall of the building and falls down on the outside. Oh, what a fun game. Come on. <laughs> I'll stop and like, worry not, child. The death is our game. Okay, helping or hurting? <laughs> Hide her not from the situations of the Badlands. You also hear some creaking from right up above you, and some of the wood panels that make up the floor of the third story begin to sort of, like, bend downward. I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna have you roll a deck save. I've had you do enough of that. Like, it's boring after a bit. But then a large thunk uh, startles you all as a, a rectangular chest plops down on the ground in the middle of all of you, falling from the story above, as screaming still goes on outside. I use my mage hand to try and open it. Uh, you use your mage hand to open it, and uh, you hear the lock jiggle on it, but it does not give. Ooh, I'm going to use the blunt kitchen knife that I picked up on the first story All to right. try to uh, shimmy the lock. I'm going to have you roll sleight of hand with disadvantage. Okay. It's not actually a lock picking set, so. I know, but <laughs> I figured maybe that would at least not give me disadvantage. <laughs> It lets you do it at all. You're not supposed to be able to pick a lockpick unless you have, like, a, like these tools. Fuck. Nine. Nine total? Yeah. 
Gotcha. Uh, so with a nine, you, you stick the blunt knife in there, and you, you start to feel a little bit of give as, as you see, get it into the first tumbler. But as soon as you apply pressure, this rusty little knife snaps in your hand, uh, and and it is uh, it is left with a small piece of metal jabbing out of the lock. It is still shut. Uh, as you hear this, you hear uh, some more groaning as, as as Bell begins to, and call. you can see this, Bell starts to like pull a spiky, jagged fence post out of the ground and use it to swing at the people around him who are like throwing torches at him and trying to light him on fire. It's still like, like a ways away enough that you're safe, but he's meandering closer to the building. Okay. Does this box look really sturdy or is it it's like a pretty nicely made chest it doesn't look like it's made of the same construction as everything else but again that's because everything's kind of cobbled together here so i would like to try to are, are the stairs that are in the wall like thin are they very thick planks of wood they're 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 thick they're like bigger than two by fours i'd say that they're probably about like you know like uh, eight inches uh, wide so like flat for you to step on and then about like three inches thick so they're pretty solid pieces of lumber what about the chairs are those made out of wood yeah yeah they are can i try to break a chair to get like a thinner piece of wood to try to pry open the chest just by like brute strength wood uh you uh have you roll uh, just uh making a Roll a strength check if you're going to pick up that chair and try to smash it. Uh, While they're trying to, like, fiddle with this chest, can I try to ascend to the third level? Absolutely you can. Me too. Fucking kidding me. (laughs) Uh, Maeve, do you go with... you have... have It's not going to make a difference, dude. It was that shitty. Maeve, do you you go with Edmund to the top of the building? Oh, yeah, I'm going upstairs. Okay, cool. So, uh, So as you guys get to the top of the building, you hear Locke try to break a chair and then go, Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) <laughs> uh, as he can't break the chair against the wall. Um, so That's a fun word. <laughs> uh, no, he said uh, ducking, ducking, because uh, hurry on. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Edmund and Maeve, you guys reach the top of the building. You can clearly see, um, like, and Bell, like, his, cl- his, his, the, the clothes around his belt, like, start to catch on fire, but you can also see clearly the gateway that leads down uh, down past the edge of the village and actually you finally have a clear view of the island it seems to be just basically like a very very large hill like walled in by cliffs on either side that just like spills down it's like a giant slide uh, like almost a mile long hill that reaches down to to the ocean on the other side of the island so it's it's not a huge island you can actually see the other edge from here just because you're at such a high vantage point but that's what you see from up there uh, so you said Bell was, like, meandering towards the tower, right? Yeah, he is. He sort of stepped across the fence. He's getting close to the tower now. He's just sort of fighting fighting people how, off. How far away is he? Um, Bell, uh, you see, uh, looking down from the side of the building, he's probably about 15 feet away from the base of the building, which you can only see because the blown-out wall gives you a good angle. Okay, um, so if I try to cast something within 60 feet, would that be uh, doable? Yes. Yes, it would. Okay, I'm actually going to uh, I'm gonna cast Shield of Faith on Bell. Uh, okay. It's a concentration spell up to 10 minutes, and it gives him plus two to his AC. Excellent. Cool. I think, uh, so that's good. So you cast that on Bell, and as and when what you see in terms of effect, like there's no like visual effects to, to this when you cast it, but you do notice um, like one small guy kind of like piratey, like with, it, with, it, with his hat and his tattered clothes and, and like the different colors, it's very patchwork, and he, he, he draws a sword on Bell. And, and they've been, like, hacking at him, and he's, like, he, he's swinging the sword at him repeatedly, but all of a sudden, the sword, like, glances off of Bell's arm, and Bell, like, headbutts him, and he falls straight to the ground. Uh, so, like, the immediate impact is there. And Bell starts to smile and, and, and screaming delightedly in his native tongue, which you can't understand. Yeah, and I just, uh, I'm gonna, like, try to, like, just yell down to him at this point, and I'm just gonna be like, Give him the old what for, Bell! And just uh, continue about our business. All right, um... Um, I... Oh... Yeah, I'm going to take a look around the room that we're in on the top floor. So this top room is actually not super, doesn't really have much in it anymore because the for- floor sort of fell out. You can see that there's like, there are racks with, with like a couple weapons on them. So like bows, uh, there's like a bow and like some arrows and like maybe like two short swords there just because this is again like another place where a guard is mounted. But like some of the other stuff has been strewn around because, well, like you saw with the chest, it got knocked all over the place. Hey guys, there's some weapons up here. Uh, can I look around to see if there's a key for that chest? Um, yeah, make an investigation check. 
Uh, let's see, natural seven plus uh, uh, plus not much plus yeah. <laughs> seven plus. I love rolling not much. So yeah, you plus zero actually. <laughs> ooh, that's less than not much. If you uh, so you take a look around, uh, you don't notice any. You don't really notice anything aside what Maeve has already gotten her hands on. Again, anything that you presume was up here has probably been like knocked all over the place because literally people are flying everywhere. At this moment, you uh, there is like just another person sailing over the building. Kind of sounds like the old guy in the Emperor's New Groove who's like, Sorry! As he's flying over the building. All right. Locke is going to give up on his endeavor right now and go but up. that's literally I, your name. I, mo- I motion to Locke. What if we just drop it from the hole and let it hit again the ground. That might work, but if there are weapons up there, I might as well just try to fucking shove a sword in there. You know? And use that as a pry bar. Your words are true. Alright, so Locke is gonna go up, grab a short sword. Speed is of the essence here. You motion to Maeve, and Maeve like carefully drops one of the swords into your hand and you catch it. Okay. <laughs> um, so without any sort of motion... Uh, you you now have a sword in hand. Uh, cool. I can I can have you actually make an attack roll against the chest. You want me to do that, or you want me to try to? I I would thought I would shove the sword in. Oh, pry like, it, pry it. Okay, pry it, yeah. cool. Yeah, then I'll, I'll I'll have you make another strength check. All right, I'll give guidance to you. Don't fuck me. Are you? What what'd you get? I got a fucking seven plus. It's a four plus three. So that makes it. You, uh, you, you, what, what you actually experience is as you shove it in there, the you start to see like the the tip of the knife sort of jiggle in there, and as you like apply pressure, the tip of the knife like spits right out of the lock, and the whole thing just poof, pops right open. Even though you didn't like get a great leverage, apparently the work you did before kind of helps you out a little bit, loosening that sucker up. So you pop open the chest, and here's a moment where you can actually take a breather from the action to focus on something. In this chest is your starting equipment, all four of you. So uh, uh, all of, all of your big fucking chest. Yeah. No, it, it no, it's a big chest. It's like probably like three feet by one and a half feet by one and a half feet. Um, so uh, is my is my gazer in there? Is my halberd <laughs> in there? Um, I didn't realize you had a halberd, Pat. Um, I would say that that is um, because that's too big to fit in the chest. No, that's yeah, not. That's what big. I was thinking. But. No, because that's too big. To, okay. So no, your where you find it on the wall? Yeah, your halberd is not <laughs> present, uh, not right here. But uh, anything in terms of like your armor, your clothes, like adventuring gear, stuff like that, you can go ahead and add that back to your inventory. And we'll. What we'll, about gold? Uh, yeah, any gold that you had, I think, would be in here as well. Okay. Because it seemed to be it seemed to be pretty indiscriminate. It's not like stuff was neatly packed. It's like all your stuff was each like wrapped up in like a piece of cloth and then just like thrown in there. And uh, I mean, according to bait, you haven't been here very long. Alrighty then. Okay, so uh, we got all our stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, almost wanna, all our stuff. Yeah, and I want to make sure is my is my rather large hat with the feather in there as well. Um, so as uh, as you uh, as peer down over like the ledge of the third story, um, you take a look inside the inside the chest, and it does not seem that the hat is in there. Oh, no. But um, as as you see that, and and you hear those. Oh, like continue like like that guy fly over the the hood. Um, I'd say that you 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 stand up and you kind of look wistfully away, thinking like, ah, oh, darn, I wish I had that hat. And falling off of the body soaring over you, you see your hat floating <laughs> off down the hill in the distance. Well, clearly, this person has stolen it from you, and now it is uh, perhaps on your path out, but certainly out of your reach at the moment, as the moonlight reflects off of that shiny, shiny feather in your hat. Now, listen here, child. We have one very important task before we leave. <laughs> yes, burn <laughs> down okay. the village. We need to get Mr. Bait, though. Oh, yes. Um, are you sure he'll be back? He asked me to go grab him when we're uh, leaving. Okay. Well, you know, I'm, he, he's a big boy. I'm sure time permitting, we'll, we'll have the opportunity. Let's go about. I think it's a good time to make a hasty retreat. All right. So, so you guys are now standing yeah. in the building. So I guess we'll leave. Yeah. Giving you a little heads up as to what's going on outside. A lot of the individuals that were fighting with Bell uh, are either like sort of running to other spots in the village, like they're sort of falling back from him. But that muscled guy is now like uh, he's actually sort of engaged in hand-to-hand combat. And uh, uh, Edmund, as you start to descend the stairs, you actually see this dark-skinned orc 
punch Bell uh, right in the midsection. And as you do, Bell basically like is thrown back a few feet and collapses on his back. And um, is sort of like moaning out. He's no longer speaking like fluently in the language. He just start. You just hear him screaming, "Trouble!" And as as he starts to get like muffled, as the, as, uh, as as the hulking creature uh, starts to step closer to him. Can so I one hastily? Thing before we, oh, sorry. Oh, go, ahead. Uh, go ahead, Josh. Uh, I was just gonna say I, I want to hastily like run down. Um, part of my starting equipment is my longbow and like quiver and stuff. Okay. And I draw those weapons, and I I want to place a shot right in his uh, right in his back. You certainly may. Uh, so go ahead. Uh, why don't you make your ranged attack roll? Ooh, natural eighteen plus six. I want to. I want to light that top le- level with it's all held over with a tarp with my tinderbox sure. on fire. So you want to light the tower on fire? Yeah. Cool. So as so as as we're um, still in it. Yeah. No, the like, like as you guys are walking out of it, like I'm yeah. the last one out, and I'm like. So call you are lighting a match just as an arrow is being knocked into Edmund's bow. Edmund, as you loose the arrow, a blaze erupts above your head, and as the blade does, you see uh, the, dar- the, the, the dark figure turn towards you and stare at the blaze before he has set back a few steps, and an arrow is sticking straight out of his shoulder. Why don't you go ahead I and roll damage say, for me? Yeah, uh, I rolled a 6 plus 4, 10 points of damage, and I'm just going to say, pick on someone your own size. The figure basically, like, uh, he starts to snarl, and you and you finally get a look at him, like, very clearly... He looks at you with like two with two tusks, like angrily pointing up his lips as he snarls at you, and uh, you, you get a look into his eyes, and uh, his eyes are like completely black at this distance, reflecting only the torchlight and the blaze of the building that Cult has just set above you. And uh, he he looks at you, but then he looks back at Bell and sort of steps off outside of your view uh, towards Bell to presumably uh, attack him. Uh, but that is that is what you see as he steps away. Uh, can I try to, uh, um, so I, I have a, a penchant, uh, or I should say, so Edmund has a penchant for the heroics. Um, we're on the second story, you said. Uh, yeah, Colt has lit the third story on fire. Locke, I'd say, is already out of the bottom, and Colt is following you guys, but yes, you've just ascended to the second story, where that huge hole in the wall is. Okay, I'm gonna try to leap from the hole in the wall to pursue this, uh, okay. this orcan fellow. Uh, I'm gonna have you make an acrobatics check. Uh, acrobatics check 14 plus 4, 18 so you successfully uh, managed to leap down the story, the story is only about 10 feet high so you kind of do a somersault as you hit the ground your penchant for heroics has paid off Maeve, you are now left without your newfound companion as you descend the burning building Cult is behind you very closely and you do not see Locke because he left the building moments ago uh, Maeve, Cult, do you see <laughs> yeah, nope um yeah, I I think I'm gonna leave the tower. Okay, so you uh, do you think that you're like nervous or scared at all, or do you think you're just sort of oh yeah, I'm to- I'm totally a little nervous. Fire definitely makes me a little nervous. Sure, uh, Colt, you're <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> sorry, Colt, you're uh, you're right behind Maeve, clearly not aware of like uh, the backstory there. Uh, Colt, do you do anything to try uh, do you react to Maeve's proximity to you? Come, child, follow your feet. Same weird shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. Uh, I, I guess. Sure. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Maeve, uh, Colt, I would say, uh, do you think, like, you take her hand? Do you lead her? Do you pick her up? Uh, I don't know. Just, I'm, gonna, anything, nope, I'm just going to kind of run down the stairs. Dallying, just kind of probably like, just, like, nudge her with my knee or, okay. like, my foot cool. to, like, push her. So and you're, she. She wouldn't. She wouldn't wait. She would like run down the stairs, cool. just because of the fire. And also, he's creepy as fuck. So, Locke, you're waiting at the bottom of the building, and you, uh, you're sort of like motioning, like, "Hey, come on, get out, get out, get out!" And then, like, uh, Maeve is being pushed along by Colt as the two of them leave. You did not see uh, Edmund jump off the other side of the building, so Locke, right. you do not know where they are. You also don't know where Bait is because you didn't catch that either. Um, uh, so you uh, you do are now you are now standing in the center of the village. So that sand pit is like very much kind of like a little town square, um, but directly ahead of it you do see the gateway. Although there are the two like guard towers right next to it. Um, can I make a perception check to see if I can hear Edmund going like? Tully ho or some shit like that. Uh, well, f- Wiffle waffle. <laughs> well, first let me clarify, Edmund. Do you say tally ho? Um, that's racist, and I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, go ahead, Pat. You can roll for Locke's uh, perception. 
Do I still have the fucking shit from the guidance? Uh, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, it lasts a minute. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we're uh, definitely in a minute. Right. I haven't broken concentration or anything. Okay, I got thirteen plus six. Thirteen plus six. Yeah. So you. Oh, no, no, my bad. My bad. Plus three. All right. So you hear an apparent epithet as uh, as Edmund tallyhoes off the back of the building to pursue. Uh, to pursue an unseen figure. Um, so you do know that uh, Edmund is sort of, like, going off in a different direction. Like, he's not lost. He's doing something. Are there any, like, people that I would perceive to be hostile around me? Like- uh, the, the only people you can see directly are in those guard towers on, uh, on what I'm calling the hull, that wall. The two guard okay. towers each have somebody stationed inside of them, uh, each with a different weapon on their back, which you can't see clearly, but they also have, uh, like, crossbows in their hands. Okay. I'm going to chase after Edmund then. Okay. Um, Colton Maeve, as as Locke circles back around the backside of the building, back to the cages where you once were, what do the two of you do? I'm uh, Maeve is probably a little uh, confused with all the ruckus. Um, nope, so you're she'll, good. She'll might, she might look towards the, uh, the creepy guy that's been kind of helping, and mm-hmm. I'm using air quotes, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> helping everyone out, kind of following everyone around. Skulking. That's a good word. Sure. Yeah, okay. So Colt Maeve is sort of like looking to you for direction. Locke has gone to pursue Edmund. You see a way out of the uh, out of the out of the settlement, though there are people in the way. You see a number of other buildings, and you also know danger so lies behind. The, what do you do? The way out isn't like kind of in front of us. They went behind they us. Did. Okay. I look down at the child. I smile. It is time to purge this village, child. Save your strength and let us tally forward. <laughs> Lots of tallying going on here. I, do we really have to hurt everyone? Can we just leave? I'm sorry, child. There can be no witnesses to our treachery. <laughs> I wish... And I hand her I hand her some tinderbox material from my tinderbox. Jeez. Go play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, right. I'm gonna go find Mr. Bait. <laughs> All right. I mean, we're, I, I, I'm walking the same direction, but if I see a building nearby, I'm gonna light it on fire as I'm walking there. Nope, I think that's fair. Um, so uh, I'm gonna cut back to uh, to Edmund. Edmund, you're knocking like you have another arrow knocked as uh, you see uh, the hulking orc. Uh, standing over Bell, who is now bleeding, like, barely moving as his hand, like, outstretched, tries to reach his club on the ground. The torches have started to set some of the grass and some of the wood in the fence on fire, creating an ominous orange light where shadows flicker into the center of this of this scene. Uh, Locke, you round a corner as you see uh, as you see Edmund prepare to loose another arrow, but the far, uh, but the uh, the, um, but the orc has uh, yet another large rock in his hand, and he's in the middle of bringing it down over Bell's head. What do you do? How far away is he from me? Um, Edmund is probably about, like, probably only eight feet in front of you. Bell and the orc are about, like, 35, 40 feet in front of you, up against the edge of the of the thing. Of the okay, boat. so I'm going to use uh, Compelled Duel. So I'm going to look at him, and I am just going to challenge him. How dare you try to smite this feeble-minded creature? He is nothing but good-hearted. You will come and meet your maker. And I, uh, I draw my sword, and he has to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, um, I'm going to ha- go ahead and do that. So we're going to go. Bill has his GED. Stop being mean. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the um? Uh, what is the thirteen? The spell doesn't take effect, but he note, but he is like immediately aware of the presence trying to reach out to him from behind. So he 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 drops the stone on the ground and spins around and faces you and 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 utters angrily as the flames as the flames uh, begin to like spread across the grass and reach up his ankles. He doesn't react to anything except your presence, and he says, "And who decided to let you out of your little cages?" Because you're in my land now, and the Far Lord doesn't like to play games.
Come and meet the program.